0: Hi, my name is Mariah Connors. I am the host of Saving Our Women, Inc., Doing Life with God podcast. This podcast has been created and recorded for women by a woman to cultivate women's relationships in God. As life requires different parts of us to show up, the only way that we can properly show up in each circumstance of our life is doing life with God. So I hope that you enjoy this new episode and make sure to share and like us or follow us on Instagram at Our Women Inc. Make sure to write a review. Thanks for tuning in. Hey guys, it's Mariah and I am back with another episode. I know I left you guys hanging since January, but I've been persevering. <laughs> Literally, I've been persevering. Um, first, I just want to, before we get into the episode, I know I like to get straight to it, no small talk sometimes, but... Um, just to clarify, the episodes that we came back from was perseverance. It was a series that we were doing and I want to continue to do it. It was only supposed to be four parts, but so far it's only two. I know that the first episode of the series was um the circumstance, persevering through the circumstance and just really basically zoning in on the on the circumstance but not allowing but not allowing the circumstance to overtake us or overcome us um so it's just pretty much dissecting the circumstance see what's going on look at it through god's you know point of view and not our point of view right and then the second part was processing processing the process so start analyzing at this point okay so we see it for what it is right we see the circumstance for what it is whether it be money issues relationships relationship issues on and on, whatever their circumstance is, right? Um, But the second part was actually to analyze it and, you know, see where is God in the situation? Because a lot of times we persevere through things that we set up for ourselves. And I know sometimes it doesn't feel like that, but you have to analyze not only the the process, but, well, I think that we also don't think about analyzing the process as part of, dissecting ourselves and how do we get to this point? How do we make this decision? Or how do we get to the next point, right? If we have already analyzed what we're in now, but, dissecting ourselves and our minds and our hearts and our spirits to see how we got to this point definitely helps you go to the next level because you don't want to bring whatever you had going on in the previous circumstance or in the situation that you actually have at this moment. You don't want to bring it into your next moment or to your next situation, right? So actually yesterday, I was thinking about um, like just my growth period, like I was just thinking about all of the years I was at. Well, at first I was thinking I was looking at pictures. I'm like, man, like every year I look not different but better. Like I don't know who could like how many people can say it. Like everything evolves with me. Like my fashion evolves. Like either my hair is evolving. Something it just it gets better. Like no, like this is not me bragging or anything. Like. I'm like, probably not many people could say that, but everything looks better. Like, makeup looked better. Like, it looks better. And then, but God allowed me to go deeper in, in that thing. And he was just like, even look at the person that you were last year and the year before that and the year before that. Like, you have evolved like every year. You have changed every year. And I was just going back thinking like, even the decisions that I used to make, my mindset is so different. And God was just uh, just showing me like, you know, that's a part of persevering. That's a part of the process because in order for you to push forward, you also have to analyze, okay, where am I am right now? And not just physically, but spiritually and mentally. And where's my goal? Where am I trying to get next? Right. But right now, what's going on right now? Right. And so I had to analyze that and not only just analyze and try to dissect to find out what the problem is, but also just giving myself grace and God's mercy and also celebrating myself that I'm not where I was last year, that my mind is not where it was the year before last. And I think that we don't give, I I feel like that we don't give ourselves enough celebration like, celebratory, like, we don't celebrate ourselves, like, okay, I see where you want to go, okay, Mariah, I see where you're trying to go, and I see where you desire to go, but can I just celebrate you now, like, I, I just want to acknowledge now that you are not who you were years before, right, and you won't be who you are right now, right now, years to come, so in order for you to even have the mindset of perseverance, you also have to dissect, give grace, right? And celebrate who you are now from who you were before. Okay. So we're just going to go over everything to confirm what what we have for the three parts, right? For the perseverance. So for perseverance, for the first part, we have the circumstance, right? Looking at the circumstance for what it is. Okay. And then. I'm to also kind of elaborate on that. Because when we look at the circumstances for what it is, we, as Christian or faith-based people, and it's something that you should do, but we love just to point out the good parts and that's just it. But we also have bad parts in the circumstances why you're going through what you're going through, right? We always... If it's brokenness, if it's like poverty, whatever it may be, a bad relationship. Oh, yeah, I'm coming on the other side of this. God is working everything out for my good. He is. But call the situation out for what it is. So we don't, because when that, that happens, when we can only see the good part, we find ourselves back in it. Because you didn't analyze the situation for what it was. And not only analyze it for what it was, you didn't check yourself for what it was. Right. Because, okay, this is working for your good. But if it only works for your good, one if you love the Lord and not only if you love the Lord, but if you can see God and what God is trying to show you in it. Yes, it's working for your good. Yes. You know, every yes, you're going to overcome it, but you have to put in the work to overcome it. We don't talk about that. We just speak it, but we don't talk about that. And putting in the work is doing these things. How, How can you overcome it if you don't put in the work? Right. How is it working for your good? If you haven't analyzed anything, if you haven't taken the situation to God, but just speaking of those things, those are nice. But when are you going to do the work? Um, and then so the second part was processing the process, analyzing it. Right. dissecting the process, right, taking it apart. And so this part would be. It has to it has to do with analyzing ourselves. Right. Okay, we're we're processing the process, but who's in the process? I'm in the process. How did I get in the process? Right. Most of the times, it's from decisions that we have made. Whether it's being with somebody and they cause hurt on us, on us. Whether it's whatever the situation may may be. How did I play a part in it? Because you just don't you don't find you don't wake up and find yourself somewhere you you played a part in it. You did something to get in the situation. And we love pointing the fingers back at everybody else like, you know, oh, this person wasn't ready or I got in this situation because I didn't have this ABCD. OK, but point the finger back at you and dissect you because we want to be able to not only heal, but kind of dead, dead old trauma. Right. We want to also dead old trauma and bring on new tactics right? Create new tactics for ourselves that kind of keep us in line so we don't bring on or create the same situation in our next level, period. And if you have a spouse, uh, more than likely, we hope, we pray that your spouse goes to the next level with you, but you guys also have to do the work on yourself, even if you're in a marriage. And you have to be honest with your spouse about that because we love looking perfect. Like we, it's a natural thing for us to look like, oh, this you, this ain't me, this you know, and it's like okay, you have to be honest and say, you know what, I can say that. The reason why I said what I said, or the or the, or the decision that I made, it came up from past trauma for me being in my own relationship. I didn't notice that until so I analyze or dissect myself in this situation, and I just want to apologize for that and just give me some time to. Kind of work on that to figure out where that is coming from, right? Because we have to work on ourselves as well, just as much as you're in a relationship, even when you're not. Because when you're in a relationship, the other person is bringing out different things in you that you thought that was gone, that you thought that you threw away, but you threw it away, but you never repaired it, right? And so we need to be able to repair the things within ourselves, just not by moving on to the next situation. So. Analyzing yourself is part of perseverance. If we do not analyze ourselves, how can we move forward in a healthy manner? Right? Period. So. <laughs> um, And remember also, too, to take the wisdom, the knowledge that you have learned from your past situation and not the hurt. Okay? Not the trauma. Because you take on the trauma... The well, trauma helps you make make decisions. But if you take on the wisdom and the knowledge that you gain from your past situation, and like I said, they don't have to be relationships, but I feel like God is leaning me towards relationships. I do not know why, because that ain't my ministry. <laughs> I have not been in one. So taking on wisdom and knowledge from your, your previous situation that you're coming out of, it does not have to be a relationship. Um, and just figure out what you learn and take that with you because if we don't take that with us, we end up in the same situation again, which we don't want to do. We don't want to be on the merry-go-round. I don't I'm speaking from my I don't I don't want to be in a circle and that's another reason why I vow myself to not be available and not be open to nothing right now until I have taken on my wisdom and my knowledge from my situation. I don't know how long that's gonna take me. it's been a while and I'm okay with that. But I want to move correctly. I don't want to move fast. As Rick Ross said. Okay. Listen. Rick Ross said it. I don't want to move fast. I want to move correctly. I don't care about moving fast. I want to move right. Period. (laughs) So make sure we're going to end the podcast here. Make sure that you guys Pass on the episodes, pass on the gems that God has given me, because it's just not me, it's God, like, literally giving me things to y'all, because this is not part of my plan. I did not have anything written down. I wanted to do something else, but God had already gave me, gave me the words in me, and I just used that. So, be sure to share the podcast, like it, comment, make sure you're subscribed, so every time we release a podcast every Thursday morning, it's supposed to be at 7 a.m., but I woke up a little late. Um, that's my business as Tabitha says, (laughs) but go ahead and share it, like it, subscribe it. So every, every time we, you know, drop one, your phone picks it up, your tablet picks it up, your computer picks it up, your email picks it up. And that is just all. Thanks. And another thing, after you have analyzed who you were previously and who you are now and just kind of celebrate that growth, it gives you, it gives you more fuel right, and have more desire to move forward and start dissecting and analyzing different things that you have carried on with you to your current relationship or to your current lifestyle, because you don't have to be in a relationship to do this, um, and just trying to see exactly or trying to analyze what you have pulled from your past and how you're dragging it with you, because it could be In different forms it may not look like where you were prior to but you could be making decisions based off your past hurt based off your past experience and is hindering your current marriage and it's hindering your current relationship with yourself or or a spouse or a partner whoever um and we don't think that we just think that okay this is who i am this is how i make decisions but no this is That's not really who you are. That's just who you became in a circumstance, right, that you try to persevere through. Um, and not only that, I, because I feel like that once you're able to sit in that problem, we don't sit in problems enough. We don't sit in past hurt enough. We like to skip past through it and say, okay, I'm gonna just push forward. But also knowing that pushing forward is sitting in the problem. So, for an example, if you are, you know, for me, like when I date people or when I let people in, it's hard for me to let them go. Like I can let them go physically, but as far as like my mind and my heart, pieces pieces of them are still with me. And we don't have to be physically, you know, intimate to do that. Like if I spend enough time with you and I let you in, like pieces of you are already with me. That's why they always say, like you know, watch who you have conversation with, watch who you you know share things with, because it's true. Because eventually you build some sort of relationship just off conversation. But people don't understand that. Like you know, guard your gates. We hear that in the Bible, but people don't really take that serious because once you let your once you let your guard down, even when you watch watch certain things on the internet on TV. Those things are now in you, period. But um, I am trying to scare y'all, but I'm trying I am keeping it real. And so what happens is that when you allow those people in, they have pieces of your heart and your mind. How can God prepare you for your next? Or how could you be fully ready for your next and open for your next if you're still carrying those things on? So that means you're only going to give, so just break this down, so if somebody already has pieces of your heart and your mind, you're already giving God pieces of your heart and your mind. So if you're giving, if you, if this other person got piece, pieces of you, God got pieces of you, a little, maybe not nothing of you, I don't know. And you're trying to give somebody else pieces of you. Then you have friends, they have pieces of you. You see all of these deposits that are being deposited in you. Like, so we don't have the time to, continue to carry on past things and have and have them have pieces of us and we're not vocally connected with them we don't communicate with them and we're not physically connected with them um i was listening to my pastor talk last night and we had bible study and he was just saying like you know you have to make the decision like especially if you're if you're wanting to go to next and, and god had he got like he has an he has an a desire and kind of tongue tie but God has a desire to give you your next he has a desire to release those blessings to you but he cannot release what you don't give up so how can I give you something and your hands are all already full with something right so guys it's time to analyze like what like It's time to analyze ourselves and what am I carrying over from past situations. Like I said, it does not have to be relationships. It could be certain situations that I was maybe hurting from a friend, from a family member, situations that have happened to me, and I I didn't get the chance to sit in it as an adult to analyze and dissect. Oh, this is why I do what I do. Instead, I just I take it on as if this is who I am. When just because something happened to you doesn't make you who you are. Right. It's just a part of what happened to your your life, right? What happened to you in your life, but it doesn't define you. What happens is that when we get hurt or when our feelings are hurt, we carry on that. Sometimes it could be bitterness, whatever it may be, but this is not who I am. This may have happened to me. My my feelings may have been hurt. My heart may have been broken, but I'm not my broken heart. I'm I'm not. Um, you know, I'm not. You know what happened to me. Period. So once you don't sit in that, because it's an everyday thing, it comes up every day. Like literally, like sometimes I have issues to where like things that have happened to me when I was little seven, whatever. Like that trauma comes up in situations that I could be having with adults. Like my seven year old self tried to come up and defend herself because of the things that I have experienced or been through as a young child. So it's a daily process. You know, you may be good, you may be good the next day, but after that day, like it's a daily process. So every time that thing comes up, every time that trauma comes up, or that situation comes up, or the circumstance comes up, whatever it may be, we have to be able to sit in that. Okay. Like, why are you upset right now? Like, ask yourself questions as if you were in therapy, because we think that being in therapy is talking with someone that's professional, but therapy, you should be giving yourself a, it's an everyday thing, asking yourself questions and sitting in things before you respond. Okay. Why are you triggered right now? Like what is going on right now? Like, what is that feeling? Because if you really dissect it, this person that you're probably in a situation with right now, they ain't even doing none of you. You just trigger by certain things because it it brings up memories and it brings up uh things that happen. Now you're triggered, now you mad. Now you think that they made you mad, but really you made yourself mad because you were triggered. And so you have to be intentional about those things, though. Right? So persevering, we have to understand that one. Yes. Dissect the circumstance, right? Well, knowing what the circumstance is, right? It is what it is at this point. But then after that, analyzing the circu- analyzing the process. But with analyzing the process also includes analyzing ourselves, okay? Not just the thing, not just what's going on, but how did I get here, right? How did I make these decisions? How did I get myself in this pickle? <laughs> that sounds like a an old dad joke, but no, I'm serious. But how did I get here? Like, where was my heart and my mind to even get myself in the situation? Because it had to be disconnected from God. I'm just saying. So as far as a Bible verse, I did find I know we talked about. I know we read James one. See, I'm remembering stuff a little bit. But I know we, I know we, we, read James one on the first part of the series. Um, so I am going to read a little bit of that, just like kind of re going over that, um, because it it had a lot to do with what I'm talking about right now. And also, before we go to James one, I am going to st- go a step ahead and read James chapter four, verse one. But this says. The title of this says, Submit Yourself to God, and I'm reading an IV version. But the first verse says, what causes fights and quarrels among you? It says, don't they come from your desires that battle within you? So good, right? It says, you desire, but do not have. Hmm. So you kill, sabotage, um, in other words. So it says, you covet, but you cannot get what you want. So you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. So another thing, I'm going to pause right there. I paused there at verse two. So another thing is that persevering, we don't understand that the blockage within persevering that causes us to persevere is sometimes just ourselves. It is literally ourselves. Sometimes you can be the block that's standing in front of you and not see it. When you're just self-sabotaging because you don't have what you want. Because one, a lot of times I notice too, we fight so hard of getting, trying to get what we want, right? Whether it's working for it, trying to hustle up on it. But if you really analyze and really ask people, if you and they really be honest with you, they didn't even ask God first. They just start hustling or just trying to find a way to make it happen literally and i was just talking to one of my sisters about this i'm like do you know that how we find ourselves in these situations and our favorite thing to tell each other is "Girl, just pray about it first like literally that's our favorite thing to say and we were just talking i'm like do you know how we find ourselves in these situations because you know our favorite saying is pray about it first but we never prayed about it first Or we pray about it first and never wait on the answer first. And sometimes when God says nothing, that doesn't mean yes. And so we just kind of move in the situation as if God said yes, but he also said nothing, which sometimes just mean not now and no. And so we have to understand persevering is also overcoming ourselves, our flesh, And a lot of things that, you know, we want certain things and we desire certain things, but it doesn't mean that the things that we desire is the best for us. That's why it's so important to be in relationship with God because as you are in relationship with God and it continues to grow and it continues to just build, your desires, I was, Well, of course, I say this all the time. I said it before in previous episodes. Your desires become, God's desires become your desires. God's thoughts become your thoughts. His ways become your ways when you're in God and God is in you. But you also have to be intentional about that and consider God and know that when he does not speak, when he does not respond, it does not mean yes. I know your flesh wanted to mean yes, but it does not mean yes. Because I have been in that situation before where I've dated people and I prayed about it, but I think my mind was already set. Maybe, honey, once you set up the date, what you, you, huh? How you set up a date? You supposed to be asking God first, but, or considering God first? And God, okay, guys, is this what you have for me? Oh, you ain't saying nothing? Okay, I'm just going to go ahead for it. Because my mind was already made up prior to the person asking me on a date. Okay, I'm just go ahead. Okay. But instead of just really stopping, like a lot of, like I said, a lot of situations can be prevented because we have gotten ourselves in situations for not one being obedient and not one considering God in it, right? Which is being obedient. So anyway, moving on. So verse three says, when you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives. Ooh, a word that you may spend what you get on your pleasures, okay? Not on the kingdom of God, because we also have to understand that relationships, they have purpose for God's kingdom, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a mothership, whatever it may be, a fathership, whatever it may be. Um, But relationships have purpose. So when you're building any form of relationships, you have to understand, okay, God, how can this relationship be? Built off your kingdom, how can your kingdom benefit from this relationship that I'm building with the family member, with the friend, with the husband, with the boyfriend, whatever it may be? And we don't we don't consider God. So, what causes a, one of our blockages and even having to persevere is ourselves. We have to overcome ourselves in our flesh. Period. So, I want to go back to James one, like I said, which we we read the first, on the first part of the series. So James 1, so this is verse 4, it says, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And this also goes to say of what I just said earlier, that of course we have to persevere over these these past situations I'm, I'm just applying this to what I said and it doesn't directly mean what I said but it has it has everything to do with what I said because you want to make sure like you're lacking anything right? We want to step into our next situation mature, or even if it's a next level with your husband or your wife, right? We want to step into that next level with our spouses not lacking anything, meaning that baby, I ain't leaving no crumbs on the table. I'm grabbing everything that whatever God has for me, whether it's wholeness, whether it's healing, because we also have to understand that it's a lot of people that are in relationships, romantic relationships that lack things. As if a single person lacked things. So we have to understand that a lot of people that are in relationships, because we desire to be, a lot of people desire to be married, but you also have to understand that being whole takes work. Being 100% whole and your spouse being whole takes work and it takes time. So it's something that you have to work on daily. Okay, do I want to work on this now or do, or do I want to wait until I get into a marriage and then try to work on being whole? And being whole doesn't mean that you don't have anything wrong with you because we're human, right? We're going to make mistakes. But it's also having that room to consider God, you know, giving God back our hearts and our minds, right? Constantly, every day. But um, also chapter five, it says, if any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. So also, I want to read verse four again. It says, let let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Okay, and just to elaborate on verse four, James 1 verse four, I want to read it again because it's so good. And it's basically telling you <laughs> the results of perseverance. So again, it says, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. So we allow ourselves to continue to persevere it's a result in that it's a reward in that but that's going it's a daily process because we're going we're going through things daily and it it may be small things it may be big things you know but we're all something it's going to be always something that we have to persevere whether it's trauma from our past life our childhood that may come up in our adulthood Every day we have to persevere through so many things within ourselves. And then not only within ourselves, but with the world. So my idea for you guys is to continue to persevere so that one day you will look up and be complete, not lacking anything because you never gave up. You never quit. Okay. So are three parts of what we have so far for this series, right? We have the circumstance, analyzing the circumstance or taking the circumstance exactly for what it is. Not taking it, but seeing it for what it is. And I think as Christians or as faith based people, we say we always have a good word, right? It's working for my good. I will overcome it. Those things are true, but you have to put in the work to overcome it. And parts of these things that I've given you is part of the work. Um so we can preach the scriptures to ourselves and to our situations, but if we are not putting in the work to acknowledge God and pray and to analyze and to dissect, we're going to end up in the same situations for not looking at it for what it is. Right. And then the second part would be processing the, the process, but processing the process, which is the third part, right. is analyzing ourselves as part of that. So I mean, part four, want to say chapter four, okay, book, but part four is coming next week and I can't wait to see what God gives me. Thanks guys for tuning in. Make sure that you like us, subscribe, leave reviews. Thanks so much. Bye.